You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Browns fans, it's time to gear up for a pain-free 2022 NFL season for your Cleveland Browns with new friends of the show, Buckeye Law Group. If you've been injured in a car accident, a slip and fall, a work accident, or even if you've been buried into the ground by Miles Garrett or stiff-armed by Nick Chubb, you need to call Buckeye Law Group today at 1-800-411-PAIN. Their attorneys will fight for the money you deserve. Buckeye Law Group's attorneys have recovered over $1 billion for their clients throughout the entire country. So don't make the mistake of calling just any other attorney. Call attorneys you can trust. And best of all, they're Browns fans just like you. Call our friends from Buckeye Law Group at 1-800-411-PAIN. After 911, call 411. That's 1-800-411-PAIN. 1-800-411-7246. That's Buckeye Law Group located at 1300 East 9th Street, Suite 1210 in Cleveland, Ohio. Buckeye Law Group, proud fans of the Cleveland Browns just like you. Hey, Browns fans, when I come to Cleveland and it's a Monday night, I want to see a win. And guess what? I did. Let's go, Browns. And let's kick this off because I'm here live. Go, Brownies. Woo, 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 woo. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to a very special 150th episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you want to get your intro on the show, drive to Dover, Ohio, come into the studio. <laughs> Just kidding. If you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap and leave voicemail on the drop-down menu. Uh, we need more intros, and we need your voicemail, so make sure you guys keep leaving us plenty. Uh Big win last night for the Browns over the Bengals. I don't think a lot of people were expecting it. I know I was one of those people that didn't see it going well, at least on the one side of the ball. Browns shocked the world. Um, we're going to give you all our thoughts, plus we got a bunch of voicemails to get to. Before we do that, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the podcast, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member on the Patreon page. Uh, you can tell I took a week off from doing an episode because I'm having a hard time getting through the intro. Uh, the Patreon's super fun. Browns fans from all over the world 
Kenny, obviously, from Canada, all the way down here in Dover, Ohio today, doing an episode with us. Um, coolest part about starting the podcast is just meeting all the Browns fans from all over the world. And the Patreon's kind of where we all gather. We got people from San Diego all the way out to Scotland in there. It's a ton of fun for everybody involved. You get an extra episode every week. We have fantasy leagues for everybody involved. Um, it's just good access. There's a private Discord. So anytime you want to talk Browns, there's 49 people there to talk Browns with you. So join the dogs.com, Become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. So, like I said, big win for the Browns last night over the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the Bengals, they just can't beat the Browns. Joe Burrows never beat the Browns. Uh, 32-13 win. The Browns finally looked like the Browns team that we expected to see all year long. Um, offense, defense, special teams was still a couple hiccups. But overall, in all three phases of the game, other than the field goal that got blocked, we made our extra points, we made our field goals, all that good stuff. So, total team effort. The Stars showed up. Nick Chubb had a great game. Miles Garrett had a great game. Amari Cooper had a great game. That's what you need in a must-win situation, prime time in front of the nation. Um, just a, an, an awesome win for the Browns. I'm going to throw it to Kenny here. We got Kenny in studio. What did you think of the game? I know you were there last night. Yeah, we had a blast. Uh, it was great to see, number one, the defense tackling. Um, we haven't seen that much this year. It's been tough to watch that defense. They really showed up. Getting, I think, was it five sacks? I think yes. so, yeah. Five sacks on uh, Burrow, a team that gives up sacks. Like, we did kind of what we were supposed to do. And uh, seeing the offense, like, Jacoby come, has come under a lot of uh, scrutiny lately. He got that deep ball going, that intermediate passing game. I mean, I still would like to see a little bit more of a short passing game. We can get, maybe get into that a little bit later. And then we did what we were supposed to do. We run Nick Chubb at the times we were supposed to. And I think when people say – hey, you know what, we don't run enough. I think what, they, what they're really meaning to say is like, we don't run at the right opportunities. Mm-hmm. We're not padding stats like late in the, you know, when we're like, you know, third and 19 or whatever. But we were really happy. It was a great vibe. I mean, the Monday night vibe, like, man, when you come down from eight hours, you want to see a win. <laughs> but on a Monday night, like it's that much more sweet when you win the way you did. Awesome. Uh, I know going into the last game last night, I was like, we're not, we're never going to stop them. I know them not having Jamar Chase was big, but we were out Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. You know, we were out guys. We didn't have David Joku on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and then the way the game started, they just kept picking up third and long. So I said, oh, man, yeah, here we go. We're never getting off the field. And then I, what really changed the momentum of the game was just like last year, the interception yep. by yep. A.J. Yeah. Green. Everything after that, just, it just completely flipped. All of a sudden, their offense went put and what's the left tackle for the the Bengals is named Jonah Williams Jonah Williams oh my god that guy's got to be having nightmares of Miles Garrett <laughs> <laughs> he didn't stand a chance Miles Garrett I thought he had his best game of the season oh um, easily yep and I think a big part of that which we're going to get to voicemail so I don't want to say too much but in case somebody talked about this we moved him around mm. and we brought pressure other than just four mm-hmm. so they they had to be worried about more than just miles. They couldn't double and triple team him every single play. And and look what it did for, for the defense. It made the secondary look better. It made the linebackers look better. We were tackling better. Pressure is it's the name of the game. Yep. To get pressure. And we finally did it. It's like somebody else was calling plays last night on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to take a big shout out to Talkie Talkie, man. Oh my that god. That guy was yeah. a beast. And uh, we were talking earlier. Like him at Mike 
please stay there for the rest of the season. Yeah. Please. <laughs> you should stay that close the rest of the season. Oh, episode. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you felt. I was like super nervous when they were like, yeah, JOK is not going to play. And I'm like, that oh, was, man, we, got, we have some serious, serious issues. Had, yeah. We already had issues. And then the fact for like him to step up and, and have the game that he did, super impressive. He was, I felt like he was everywhere. Every yeah. time we need to play. I wonder if Jones or um, uh, uh, our safety, um, I wonder if them, like hit one of them having the mic or whatever, I wonder if they're putting the guys in better spots. Like Johnson's maybe woken up a little bit. Yeah. Or Jones has been like a stabilizing factor. The last two games, the tackling guys seem to know, other than that one run by the Ravens running back there, mm-hmm. Gus Williams, they seem to know where they're, they're supposed to be. Yeah. 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 Uh, Deion Jones, five tackles, three solos. He had a sack. He had a tackle for a loss. Um, I said it's amazing how much better the defense looks when Phillips isn't on the field, which That's is it, it stinks to say that because I think Phillips was a guy they were talking a lot about him coming out of training camp. It says mm-hmm. he was getting ready to take that leap. Man, two games without him, mm-hmm. and Deion Jones has stepped in. The defense has looked a million times better. Yeah. Uh, John, what were some of your takeaways from the game? I know you were there last night. You had great seats, so you probably had a better view than all of us. Yeah, I usually – I actually planned on watching the recording today just so I could kind of recap everything. What so, happened? <laughs> uh, I slept for a really long time. Um, but, yeah, I was not expecting us to stop them from scoring at all. I just – I thought they were going to score a lot of touchdowns on us, and I thought we were not going to score a lot of touchdowns on them. But – uh, to, and to my surprise, that's just not how it worked out. Uh, biggest takeaway, Bengals fans suck. You all <laughs> suck. Yeah. You're all a bunch of babies. Yeah. Who day, who nay. You didn't win. <laughs> so shut up. Awesome uh, win, though. And like I said last week, primetime games at home, we tend to be good. It's been mm. that way for the last five years. And yeah. I've gone to a primetime game every year since uh, the Jess game when Baker debuted. Uh, every year I've gone to a primetime game, we always win. Uh, especially on Thursday night, I think we've won five, five or six yeah, in a five row. Yeah, five in a row. Um, one more thing before we get to the voicemails. I thought Kevin Stefanski coached a great game. Yeah. And I thought uh, I thought Zach Taylor, Taylor coached a terrible game. The Browns mm-hmm. have one of the worst rush defenses in the league. And at one point, Joe Mixon only had like six carries late into the first half or something yep. like that. Um, Zach Taylor can't beat Stefanski. He's like... Uh, McVeigh and Shanahan, yeah, is, is his nemesis. Uh, I do, I think I don't think Zach Taylor's a great coach, and I think the Bengals and we all get enamored with their offensive weapons and stuff. I just don't think they're a great team. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They kind of caught fire at the end. Plus, they kind of caught some breaks on who they got to play in the playoffs. Aside from the Chiefs, obviously, um, they only won ten games in the regular season. It's not like they were some dominating team throughout the regular season. Won 13, 14 games. Went to the playoffs. They barely won the division mm-hmm. and yep. got into the playoffs. And then they got to play the Titans. Um, who else did they play? The Chiefs. <laughs> well, b- besides the Chiefs. Oh. The Raiders. The Raiders. So they got to play the Raiders and then the Titans. And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. The Chiefs, obviously a tough game. Yeah. But um, they, they kind of caught some breaks last year. Yeah, and when you're, when you're hot, you're hot. You know, you're kind of yep. rolling. So they, were, they, they get some PI uh, offensive calls, no calls, you know, too. They do a lot of pushing off. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the – um, Ravens, they get a lot of uh, holding calls, and they, they just don't get them for whatever reason. Uh, we don't get the same justice, but T. Higgins definitely pushed off. <laughs> Poor Grady, man, mm-hmm. he was that was great, great coverage, 
It, he, and when I first saw it, I was like, oh, he just got moss. I mean, nothing you can do. The guy made a great play. And then they right. showed him from the other side. Oh, yeah. He definitely pushed off. I said, hey, they saw that last week. And if they don't call it last week, the Browns are 500. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's one of those things. It's like, you know, well, that was right in front of us. And we, we basically, I was losing my mind. You know, (laughs) people are telling me to calm down and uh, I just couldn't believe they called that. No call. Yeah. I was going to say one guy who does not have to push off is Amari Cooper. Mm. The guy's open every single play. It seems like, like Jacoby just waits, you know, just if he has enough time for Cooper to do his thing and just. He knows he's going to be open. Yeah, and and to your point, like I'm sometimes I think they go too much to him, yeah. and then I'm like, but he's always open. He's always open. Yeah, yeah. I think we got so he had a great game, and also Peoples Jones had like a very yeah. very impressive game, and I didn't realize it at the time, but mm. basically Cincinnati lost both their cornerbacks. Like I think second Owusie is out for the season. I saw that today, and then Trey Flowers left during I think the second quarter. So you know we were hearing, oh, how are these guys so open? You know, like. These are the rounds. Like, this is Jacoby Reset throwing to him. I mean, you lose two of your starting cornerbacks during the game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a big factor. Well, I mean, we mm. were without our all-pro cornerback. That's fair. That's we, fair. We had, a, we had a rookie third-round draft pick out there balling <clears> out. The thing he with the great. Cooper, though, is it's every game. Yeah. No. That's the thing. The, the coverage doesn't really seem to matter. He's every open. game. Every game at home. Every okay, game good at point. home. Good it's, point. And when, it, yeah. when, it's, when we go to other cities, I feel like he kind of disappears a little you bit. you got to give credit to Jacoby, too, because not every backup quarterback makes throws that good. I mean, he made some really great throws. Had some Dynamite, throws, yeah. Dynamite yeah. like, lo- deep, yes. deep yeah. throws. Deep throws like, were yeah. on point, absolutely precise. The one that he kind of led uh, Cooper down the sideline. Yeah, And unreal. Cooper dove for it. Oh, my gosh. Like the fingers. Yeah. Oh, it was unreal. I mean, great, great catch, but, man, what a throw. But Amari Cooper had five catches, 131 yards, and a touchdown. We got him for a fifth-round pick. Yeah. It's highway robbery. Yeah, it really when is. When you see what other teams are giving up for receivers and what they're paying receivers, mm-hmm. it's highway robbery. I mean, the dude's going to – he's going to – we might have 2,000-yard receivers this year playing with a backup quarterback for 11 games. We might have 2,000-yard receivers and 1,000-yard rushers. See, what's the difference? Because last year we couldn't get a guy over 500, it seemed like. Mm. Oh man! Oh, yeah. I think I tweeted this out too. I said, "All of a sudden, DJ Moore is good at football again." What's, yeah. What happened? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what happened? Stuff. What's changed? Yeah. Um, uh. I, I think. I mean, not to go back to last year, but it's been decided. It's a it, night and day difference. Yeah, all we had to do was get rid of Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got way better. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's crazy. The last time I think the Browns had two thousand yard receivers and a thousand yard rusher. By the way, the great Freddie Kitchens here. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Great, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Odell and Jarvis that. were both over a thousand. I'm pretty sure yeah. Nick Chubb was over a thousand. I think yeah. you're right. That sounds right. 100%. So uh, get Freddie Kitchens another head coaching job. Apparently. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and get to some uh, voicemails? That way we don't end up repeating ourselves a million times. Yeah, I like that. So this first one's from Trace. Hey guys, it's Trace from Columbus, Ohio. I just want to get my thoughts in. I literally just turned off the game, about to listen to the post-game show. Um, I think it was an all-around amazing game. The defense played amazing out of their minds. Uh, Joe Woods called some really, really good calls for once. Miles Garrett, Isaiah Thomas, and uh, Sione Takitaki impressed me. 
really, really did. Uh, Nick Chubb, as always, incredible, incredible. And we continue to dominate Cincinnati uh, ever since Joe Burrow got in there. Uh, so always excited for that, especially in a primetime game, especially with our season on the line. So with this victory, we'll go 2-1-1 in the division. Um, so we'll see where that takes us. A good resting week for the bye week. And I can't wait to see more from this defense. See more when Deshaun Watson comes back. All right. Love you guys' stuff. And go Browns. Woo, woo. Let's clarify, see more of this from the defense. <laughs> yes. Not more of this de- You know, this defense so far this year. I don't want to see more of them. But this performance, yes. So I, I, said, awesome. I think I said on the live that I wasn't trusting the defense yet last week uh, because it, it was only one week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm having a complete brain fluctuation here. I don't remember who we play, who'd we play last week. Uh, Ravens. Ravens. The Ravens, that's right. The Ravens. <laughs> and, and I was like, we're playing We're playing against the Ravens. We played well, but they ha- their offense has been struggling. Um, they don't really have any receiving threats. So I, I just wasn't putting a ton of confidence into the defense yet. Done it two weeks in a row now. And, and the Bengals, even without Jamar Chase, the Bengals have T. Higgins and Boyd and Hurst and Joe Mixon yeah. mm-hmm. and Joe Burrow. That's still a capable offense that can put up points. And we had them shut out. Yeah. Yeah. They Going looked unstoppable, unstoppable last yeah, week. 25 nothing until yeah. what? End of the third? Yeah. And didn't mm-hmm. Joe Burrow just it was garbage, it was just garbage time. yards not that yeah. long ago? It was almost five, uh, yeah. Yeah, 480-something. Yep, four touchdowns. And he had that when I looked over, like you were saying in the third quarter, I looked over at the scoreboard and I think they had like ninety four yards, and I was like, yeah. or like nine, maybe it was ninety four passing yards. No, it was so total, total. Yeah, so I was like, oh man, you know. I don't think they cracked a hundred yards of offense until early into the fourth quarter. That's insane. That's impressive. Yeah. He for threw us. for almost five hundred yards not that long ago. Yeah. Um, it, it, Kenny touched on in in the intro a little bit, and then Trace just talked about it. Sione Taki Taki maybe had his. Best game is a Brown? Yeah. I think so. Playing that Mike spot, maybe that's where we need to keep him. Yeah, please. To me, he he needs to be between the tackles. Be a run stuffer. Mm -hmm. Just let him play free. That's his natural, comfortable position. Let's play people where they're best. Maybe Joe Woods is finally getting the hint. I don't know what is wrong with Joe Woods. That takes him a half a season to realize, (laughs) like, (laughs) this is what this guy's good at, so let's let him do it. But let's leave him there now. It's obviously where he's comfortable. Let's play to the guy's strengths. Let's mold the system to the players, not try to make the players mold to the system. And I feel like we did that last night. John Johnson had the green dot on. Communication mm-hmm. was better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and tackling was the best it's been all season. Yeah. There were times last yeah. night where they'd catch a, a short pass and we'd close six, seven yards like that and actually bring him down without him slipping the first guy and the guy just diving 20 feet past him and then running for a first down. It's yeah, the first it, time all season. It was super annoying for most of the season to see that, you know, come up, get to the flats, put your guy down. Nope, miss, miss, 10 yeah. yards. Miss, miss, and we can't get off. And it's these soul-sucking drives yep. that are just breaking our defense. And now uh, we're tackling, and yep. we just need to do that for the rest of the year. Uh, the other thing uh, the caller said, though, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's Old coming crap. on. And what was that, seventh round? Yeah. No, sixth or, round. Six, yeah. Sixth round. Like, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Uh, we do have to give a shout-out. You know who set the tone for this game? That would oh, be I know. Anthony Bell. Yeah. Anthony Bell, opening kickoff, comes out. Great tackle, pins them deep in their own mm-hmm. territory. Right. Just set the tone for the entire it, game. It was awesome seeing 37 fly down the field and just make that tackle and get up, and it's like, 
That's our guy. I texted him this morning, told him way to set the tone. Yeah. He's like, I always try to set the tone. I was like, that's right, dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, no, he that, that was awesome to see. So we got to give him props. Obviously, we're big fans of his on the show. Um, but, again, the defense, I think one thing I want to touch on, maybe callers talked about this, Nick Chubb was over 20 carries. So, which makes me a little nervous that people are going to be like, see, Nick Chubb got 20 Oh, there's, there's one of these voicemails where that gets mentioned. And okay, I, let's, let's, let's just we'll get to the voicemail. That, yeah. The problem is I don't know which one it was. Uh, we'll, right. we'll, we'll get to it. I'll, but, uh, I'll put a pin in it. Yeah, and I'll support you. I know exactly where you're going. I'll support you on that. Oh, this one's from Phil. Hey, guys, it's Phil. I finally get to say something positive. This game was so much fun to watch in a bar down here in Cincinnati <laughs> surrounded by Bengals fans. Oh, it was so great. This is the team we expected to have this year. If they can play like this the rest of the season, we have a shot. Played well in all three phases. Ran the, the ball. Thank you, Kevin. I, I was all over about that trick play, but mm. it doesn't matter now. We won. We just got to do this consistently now. The Bengals probably aren't as good as a lot of people said, so we need to go out, beat some teams that maybe we shouldn't beat if, to have a shot. I think we can beat Miami. I think we can beat Tampa. Buffalo, probably not. But if we can get if we can beat Miami and Tampa, there's your five wins. And then Deshaun comes back and we have a chance. Great win. Really pumped. I just want to see this again because it was great. Go Brownies. The one thing I want to address real quick about that Amari Cooper play, the the trick play where he threw the pass. I don't know if I want to blame Kevin so much for the play call. That was very poor execution. Amari Cooper should have never thrown that pass. Yes, I, I, I texted guys in the Patreon and said, when we run trick plays like that in, in junior high, we tell the receiver, if it's not wide open or you don't like it, just run it or throw it out of bounds. Right. So the professional NFL player should have known that if he didn't like what he saw or he was under pressure, just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat Play it, another throw down. it out of bounds, yep. do something. People complaining about that call, I, I, I said this. They didn't complain about it the last two years when it was Jarvis Landry. Right. Or Odell. Or, you know what I mean? That right, we've been yeah. running a, a wide receiver pass the last three years, and it's worked really well. And if you go back and watch, the guy's wide open. Yeah, yeah you just need to get air under. Yeah. The ball. Yeah. 40 sure. yards down the field. I, mean, I still knew the pressure was coming yeah. is what I'm saying. So, yeah, like, you just eat it, man. I just, just don't throw know it out. what Amari Cooper was doing. It's like he forgot we were wearing brown. <laughs> He threw it right to yeah. him. I listened yeah. to it like the so on the way home. I usually get stuck in traffic for like two hours just trying to exit <laughs> Cleveland. And uh, he said that he was trying to throw it out of bounds, but he like I guess he just couldn't get enough on it. And I was like, oh, the, the the out of, it's a hundred yards. You don't have to throw it out of bounds. Forty. You could just literally. Throw it. You were right. Out, you were next out of. There's bounds. no way he was trying to throw that out of bounds. He <laughs> threw it very much inbound. <laughs> yeah. did, did it seem like everybody from the Bengals was in the backfield in that play? Yeah. 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 And when we out. do uh, end around or something like we'll call it a trick play, right? It just seems like our offensive line forgets to block everyone. <laughs> well, even yeah. when Nick Chubb <laughs> you know? did, the, did the toss to Cooper, it looked it looked it bad. Looked bad. Like, it looked like yeah. even Chubb was like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to give it to him. He like, like kind of flipped yeah. it and then like dove in front of the guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, kind of like. Put his body on the line. I think there was an offensive lineman right in his way. Like, he was getting blown up. It was bad. Yep. Both the picks we threw yesterday were two terrible decisions. Yes. They both should have just been sacked. I don't or... recall a second pick. No, I don't either. Uh, Jacoby threw Jacoby a pick. Jacoby set threw a pick, and he threw it about from me to you. Yeah. Oh, oh. I thought that was a fumble. Uh, yeah, they, I thought they they it was a strip sack. fumble. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't hear the announcer say Okay, that okay, okay. I, I kept thinking it was a pick, too, but you, that, now that you said that, you're right. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, either way. Yeah. Um, we did run the ball well. One thing I want to talk about with running the ball, 
a lot of people say you got to come out and run the ball, run the ball. The Browns are a, a weird team. Everybody knows we want to run the ball. We have to throw. You see Kevin come out and throw the ball a lot in the first quarter. We have to complete some early passes to soften up the defense mm-hmm. so we can run the ball. We don't need to run for teams to stack the box. They know we want to run. Yeah. So it's it's not normal. You know, a lot of times people come out, run the ball, run the ball, set up the pass, get them to creep up. People are already creeped up on us on the first play. You saw it happen. The first few times we were in the ball, Nick Chubb got nowhere. Yeah, Even right. for the game, he averaged he only averaged four point four yards a carry. Obviously, he had a good game, but that's a yard less than his career average. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we were getting nowhere. They were stuffing all the runs. We hit just a couple passes. All of a sudden, the run game wakes up. It's because they have to. It's they realize, oh, Jacoby's actually going to make us pay today. We're get, we're we got good Jacoby. Okay, we're going to have to soften it up. We can't put ten guys in the box. Then all of a sudden we start running all over them. You can't, we can't just come out and just run the ball 15 times in a row to start the game. It's it's not going to work. Yeah. Junior high, yes. but <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I get it. I mean, I know a lot of people, he's, he's the best player on the team. He's our best offensive weapon, yada, yada. But you're right. We can't just do it every single play. Correct. And, and to the get people these guys off. And I, he, I, I know he's saying thank you, Kevin, for running the ball. He's being sarcastic. Ke- uh, Nick Chubb's second in the league in carries. Behind right. and not by that much, it's only by like twelve or fifteen carries, and he sat half the fourth quarter last night. Mm-hmm. So he's getting his touches. Um, one thing I want to touch on, he said, if this is the team, this is the team we were expecting. I would argue this is the defense we were expecting. Right. Nobody thought we were getting an offense that was going to put up thirty points a game. Right. With Jacoby with, with Jacoby Brissett. You know, I mean, this is this is the icing on the cake. Yes. And this, this is offense. why we. Sh- this is why it's so frustrating what our record is because our offense has played so well through the first half of the season that we should not be where we're at. Yeah. We shouldn't be what are we now? 3 and 5. Yeah. 3 and 5. We shouldn't be 3 and 5. No, we should definitely be over 500. Correct. Um if we can get this defense to go to complement the surprisingly good offense, things are looking up. Yeah. Yeah. My, I mean Miami made some trades today. They're going to be tough. At least we get the bye week to prepare for them. Buffalo. I think we can run the ball on Buffalo, but we'll see. Um I just I don't know if we're going to stop them. We might, have to, we might have to beat them 50 to 51 or something. It'll yeah. be a track meet for yep. sure. And I, and I think the Bucks are super beatable. Absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. are. So, on, the, on the road, too. Yeah. Like they're coming to us. How many, how many wins, John, do you think we need when Deshaun comes back, realistically, if we want to have a real shot at the playoffs? I think we only need to have a shot, five, five wins. I'm going to be crazy. I think technically we only need four to have a, a shot. To have a yeah. shot, yeah, okay. It's a bottleneck right now in the AFC. Yep. Nobody wants to be good. We're two and one in the division, and I know the Ravens are leading the division right now. But you've watched them play; they are not playing that well. Mm-mm. No, they're not. They're not playing that well. Now they traded for Ro- uh, Roquan Smith, so we'll see how that that helps their defense. It's not going to help them score points. Um, they they just lost Bateman again. He can't stay healthy, yep. right? Uh, so the 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 Ravens barely beat us when we played awful defensively again mm-hmm. or not defensively but offensively so i just think they're very beatable i think everybody in this division is beatable obviously yeah, cincinnati it, can't beat in us. the whole conference like you take yeah. a look at the conference everybody's beating the crap out of each other in the afc yep. mm-hmm. and then in the nfc there's guys you know taking off but you're basically out of the bills you got the chiefs and then everybody else going to be nine and eight yeah. you know and i'm being a little sarcastic but kind of not kind of not i don't think so <laughs> man know? i really don't think so there's yeah. teams that we thought were going to be a lot better look at las vegas we thought las vegas was going to be yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I thought they're going to be world beaters, but I thought they were going to be like, 
I thought they were all going to eat each other alive in, the, in the West. And what about they the Broncos? Correct. What about the Broncos? Yeah, oh, Broncos. Oh, they're, they're, they're awful. I watch them again, and I don't know why I just keep doing it. It was because there's nothing <laughs> else on. Yeah, but I don't know why yeah. I keep. It's uh, it's so disappointing because they have a lot of talent. Yeah, maybe not a running back yet, but they did, well, they got Chase Edmonds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> I mean, they have like some decent receivers and just Russ Wilson. Every time that they barely win, they look awful, and he says, Bronco country, let's ride. Yeah, I just man, that's so brutal. I hate it. Yeah. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah. It's terrible. It's uh, terrible. Stop. You guys are bad. So, no, I, I think I think four, win, four wins, we legit have a shot. If Then if Watson comes back and wins six, that gets us ten wins. I think ten wins gets, gets us in. I think nine wins, if, as long as we win our division games, we have a real shot at winning the division with nine yeah. wins. So if we only have four and Deshaun comes back, as long as he doesn't lose a division game when he comes back, I think we, there's a chance to get in with nine wins. So even though it's it's an uphill battle and we're making it tougher on ourselves than we should because we're Cleveland and that's what we do, mm-hmm. um, the season's still very much alive. And so it's so nice to to just have hope. Now, a lot of times hope is like what crushes me because now I'm going to go into <laughs> our next game hopeful. And then they come out and lay an egg and then I'm – my week is ruined, so we'll see. But the, the season's very much alive now. It's, it gives us a reason to keep doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody, a reason to keep listening. Yeah. All right, Browns fans. The kicker's lining up for an onside kick. The chances of regaining possession are slim, unless you're kicking to the Browns. The stakes are high and the tension is higher. Your pulse, racing, he kicks, you watch, the ball lands. Make every play feel this exciting with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. To make things even sweeter, you can throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game day all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. From tailgate parties to busy weeknights, the flavor experts at Omaha Steaks have made it easy to savor all the flavors of fall. With their mouth-watering assortments of perfectly aged steaks, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Right now, take advantage of 50% off site-wide by shopping their semi-annual sale. This sale only happens twice a year, and it's on now with 50% off delicious customer favorites. And when you use promo code DOGS at checkout, take an additional $30 off of your order. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter DOGS at checkout, and stock up on fall flavor today. Omaha Steaks is perfect for those chilly and busy fall nights with entrees ready before the kids can say what's for dinner. And don't forget to use the promo code DOGS at checkout to score an extra $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life. Guaranteed. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code DOGS at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, here's a call from uh, Khalil. What's up, Brown fans? This is Khalil. And uh, after watching last night's game, Donovan Peoples-Jones just continues to impress me throughout his career. You know, it was said when we drafted him, this dude has like first-round or second, third-round talent. We picked him up in the sixth, and he just shows up all the time as a backup quarterback. So I'm just excited to see him with uh, Deshaun Watson and see how that comes out. Anyways, let me know what you got to thoughts on Donovan Peoples-Jones, and peace. Have a good day. 
I think that the, the fact that our offense can put up these kind of numbers every week, or for the most part, with a backup quarterback and very limited receiving options is just scary, honestly, to think about what we can do with a real quarterback. And then if we get like maybe another weapon next year, geez, ow, man. Yeah, you know what's crazy is with Deshaun, we might not need any more weapons. Well, that's true. Because I think I think I'm, David Bell's going to be okay too. Uh, he looked yeah. good. Yeah, he looked good yesterday. I'm glad he brought up DPJ because we were actually talking about him. We had a pregame brew. If anybody, <laughs> if we were slurring any words, uh, <laughs> so um, when we were we were having that brew, we were talking about DPJ. He's quietly on pace to get close to a thousand yards. Mm-hmm. He's at 417 yards right now. He's at He's going to be, you know, if he has one great game, 1,000, 850-plus, though, he's on pace for. No touchdowns right now, but all, all the passing, not throwing a lot of touchdowns. Correct. And, and all the, they're all going to Cooper. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and which I don't want to say they should be, but Amari Cooper is so tough to defend at the goal line. Why would you not look there? And then right, every time yeah. he does look there, he's open. So, obviously, he's, he's going to get the ball. And you know at the goal line, we're running the ball. Yes. You typically. So. He's got 30 catches, 417 yards. Uh, averaging almost 14 yards a catch right now. I think he solidified himself as a true number two wide receiver. And this is with Jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You put him, I mean, look what uh, Watson did with a guy like Will Fuller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones could blow up when Watson gets back. Um, and Joku, I think, is going to go crazy. Obviously, Mark, Omari Cooper is going to be nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the, just the possibilities of this offense with Watson – I, I love what Jacoby's doing, and I love Jacoby's post-game press conferences and interviews on the field. He just seems like such a good dude, and he's he's all bought in. He understands his role. It seems like the guys in the locker room rally around him, um, but he's obviously limited at quarterback. He's so slow. He might be slower than me. Obviously, that's a joke. <laughs> and but. that short pass game, man, like, like I think we've abandoned the screen game. Yeah, yeah, we used to be a great screen game, and he can't, yeah. he can't get that pass. I, I don't know what it is. It just seems like, again, it's either the, the offensive line's not on the same page. It's like he's throwing it to the ground. He can't get it over uh, the, the lineman's head, either the D-line or the O-line. And it just any pass to the flats is just flat. It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so, so he's, all, he's you know, I'm loving what he's doing. He's doing everything we've asked. But there's limitations to his game. Mm-hmm. There's not really any limitations to Deshaun Watson's game. I mean, all these plays, the offensive line's great, but these plays where Jacoby has to scramble around and then he gets caught from behind and ends up being a sack or, or a one- to two-yard gain, it's a 15-yard gain for Deshaun Watson. Or yeah. he scrambles and, and throws it deep and it's a touchdown. Oh, that that run, though, speaking of scrambling, when he ran that touchdown and that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't yeah. know if you guys thought when he ran that, I thought in my head because we were at the Chargers game too, I was like, I wish he would have done that against the Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I thought. That's the first thing I yeah. thought. Yeah. I thought a throw was coming. He said he learned from that yeah. Yeah. in his press conference. Yeah. Clear, so. Clearly. He <laughs> learns from his past mistakes. Huh. Mm. You know, uh, another thing that I noticed this weekend, too, just watching several games and then again the other night watching Jacoby play is, you know, good quarterbacks, and we've talked about this before, when they drop back and the pressure comes like to them, they step up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, step up in the pocket, make a throw, go through their reads. Not such great quarterbacks freak out, start moving, you know, side to side, pump fake you know. it three or four times. Yeah, yeah and I, I saw that with several quarterbacks this week, where I was like, "Hey, this guy's not stepping up in the pocket when the pressure's coming at him or around him." And Jacoby was doing that last night. He always yeah. does that, which is good to see. Yep, I think they're a little disrespected going into the game. I mean, if you listen to what he said after the game, he's like, "All you guys did was talk about their offense, their defense." Yep, I like that. And maybe maybe we need a little bit of chippiness. Maybe we need to think that we're not that great. 
I mean, if that's how we're going to play when we come out, be disrespectful. Sign me up, man, because yeah. I want to watch that every week. Yeah, I'm the, very you know, okay with that. The first yeah. seven games, it almost seemed like we've been reading our newspaper clippings too much. Mm. Yep. You know what I mean? And now we come in desperate, backs against the wall. This is, I mean, this is about as must-win as it could have been for this early in the season. Absolutely. And we, we played our butts off. So maybe this is just the, the kick in the rear the, the team needed. So um, appreciate the call. I'm glad you brought up DPJ because he definitely – we need to give him his flowers because he's having a great season. Yep. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to – you know what? Here's Brown Tiger. Let's go, Browns. This is the Brown Tiger. And I just want to say what an absolute great dominating win that our Browns had last night. Man, what an absolute great game on all facets. The defense was dominant. The offense was dominant. We played like fire. We played like the Browns that I know we can play as. And I just wanted to say, what an absolute great game. And 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 what have we been saying all along? We've been saying, give Nick Chubb the ball and let him do his thing. And what did we do last night? We gave Nick Chubb the ball. And we won the game, all right? And I wanted to also say is that the one negative I have of the entire game, the only negative I have of the entire game, you have your number one receiver in Amari Cooper, all right? I don't want to see that guy throwing the ball ever again. <laughs> he is your number one receiver for a reason. He is not the quarterback. Uh, don't ever try that crap again. Like he's not a he's not a quarterback for a reason, but that's the only negative I have. Let's go Browns! Woo 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 woo! Let's turn this season around. <laughs> I got you. Got I'm pretty sure Brown Tigers a very new Browns fan. Yes, he, he just yeah. started becoming a Browns fan because <laughs> he's a Deshaun Watson. Fan. He's a Deshaun Watson. Fan. So you got to love his enthusiasm yeah. for the Browns. Um, I everybody. Loves the trick play when it works. Right. And then anytime a trick play doesn't work, it's that was a terrible call. Yeah. It's one of those things where you're like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Fair. The way I looked at it was we got in the pick. We had a little bit of momentum. I think the offense, we weren't running the ball great yet. And Kevin's going, we got some momentum. Let's get a spark. Let's get this thing going. Let's go up on them early. Because, I mean, Kevin might not even expect it to put up 32 and completely dominate. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Um so I didn't mind the play call. We already talked about Cooper's just got to be smart. Yep, he's got to throw the ball, throw the ball away. Well, and that's the problem. You know, we can jump all over Kevin. You know, but he calls the play like you said. He assessed the situation. Said this is the right time to do this. Let's try it. He calls it. At that point, it's out of his hands. I mean, once that ball snapped, it's on the players to execute that play. Yeah, and so, he didn't. So um, I would go though with the game like he liked the whole game. I'd say it was a great three quarters. The first quarter, I don't know about you guys, but we come out, we line up twelve guys on defense, yeah. yes. and I'm yeah. like, oh, first man. play of the game, yeah. and then first we first play, we, we yeah. get a field goal blocked, and then you know that's what, what I, mean? I was going to say is Brown Tiger said we played great on all facets, offense and defense. He didn't yeah. say anything about special teams because. We did not no, play well no. all fast. Our, special teams was still bad last night. We got lucky, and their special teams just turned out to be way shittier than ours. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, for one, so for they once. missed a PAT yep. and a field, field goal. goal. And he, that kid is money. Yeah, It was shocking. Yeah. I literally looked at my mom, and I said, this kid's not. This kid is money in the bank. I, I called him missing it. So I'm sitting there on yep. the couch with my, with my wife watching the game, and uh, Joe Buck starts talking about all the kicks he's made. Yeah. And how he hasn't. He's, he's made nine in a row. Jinxed him. And I was like. He's going to miss. 
no time like the present. He just jinxed him. Yep. Then he definitely then he missed it. Anytime yeah. the announcers talk about free throws, streak, free throw shooting, yep, yep. they come out and they miss it. They jinxed uh, him. Yep. Except for Justin Tucker, I don't think they they try to jinx him. No, no he's, he's a different breed. Yeah, he's yeah. Different. You know what the good part though was is that with all that stuff that we said in the first quarter really wasn't that great. We didn't crumble. No, we yes. stuck to the game plan yep. and we got Nick Chubb running when he should have. And you know, Miles Garrett stepped it up. And we just kept pouring it on. Amari mm-hmm. came came to, Brissett was passing, and they just wanted it more than the Bengals. The Bengals kind of looked like they didn't want to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that makes you feel like the whole game, like, yeah, the, like we were awesome. Yeah. You know? It was even like late fourth quarter, and I'm like, in my head, it was like 13 minutes ago, and they're getting the ball back, and I'm like... I was still scared. Is this still... Yeah, I'm like doing, ma- doing the math in my head. I'm like, so if they can... Well, four touchdowns, I'm like, can they score four touchdowns? I'm like... Well, we're going to be here till the end. And I mean, especially when uh, Higgins had that that little push off catch, and uh, I can't even remember how long it was like a forty yard catch for a touchdown. And I was like, "Oh damn, here we go!" Yeah, I mean, oh, it, it, if this. this is a thing, like our onside uh, yeah. kicking return receiving team or whatever yeah. you want to call it, if that's a thing, like they scare me. I'm I'm <laughs> oh, afraid yeah. to have an onside kick yeah. towards yeah. us, man. I, that know. kicker, I, at least from my seat, it looked like he just. Absolutely, just ripped into that kick. It just, I was like, oh wow, I went, you know, oh, near, right. near into yeah. the crowd. Yeah. I want to touch oh, wow. on one thing real quick, though. We held the Bengals to 13. Yes. And I, I get where you could be coming from with this, but we didn't necessarily win that game because we gave Nick Chubb the ball. No, it's a game script. You go ahead and do it. Yeah. Oh. I see if we're keeping our drive alive because we're giving Nick Chubb the ball, we're keeping it out of the Bengals' offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of the hands of the Bengals' offense. So there's a little bit of truth to that. But we held them to 13 points because our defense performed well, yeah. not because we weren't giving them the ball. Right. Um, yeah, we didn't win. Uh, we didn't hold them to 13 because we gave Nick Chubb the ball. What was it, 23 times? Yeah. Um, we just we outplayed them. That's yeah, that's, that's why fair. we won the game. Well, and another thing, just real quick to touch, and I know you're going to go more into it, but like there were some like third and longers where. Jacoby Brissett made nice throws mm-hmm. just to move the chains, and it was like we're we're just we had sustained drives last night, which was great to see. Yeah. No, no third nineteens though. Like <laughs> third third and long was you're talking about eight nine yards maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, right. and those like those third and eighteens the last what let's say three weeks those have been soul suckers for us, man. Yeah, yep. been killing us. But yeah, I know what you mean. Like third and nine, third and eight, third and seven. Like we were money. It was one of they, those games where I'm like. I think we're going to get this. We're going to pick this up. Yeah. yeah. And they were super consistent on third down, too, yesterday. I think it ended up being they were like eight for 13 or something like that. Like, we we executed very, very well. Very, very well for third down. Uh, after this game, John actually texted me and said, the only thing that sucks about this game is that Nick Chubb had over 20 carries. So now mm-hmm. all these people are going to be screaming, Nick Chubb over 20 carries, we win the game. Guys, you have to look at – other things in the game that affect that. It's not just giving the ball to Nick Chubb 20 times. I bring up the point of the Jets game. He got he got the he didn't get the ball 20 times in that game, but is that why we lost? No. no. We didn't lose because Nick Chubb didn't get 20 carries to the Jets. We didn't win this game because Nick Chubb got 23 carries. Like John said, we won this game because we were able to stay on script. We didn't get down because the defense played well. Yeah. The, the defense finally showed up and played well. We won because we gave up 13 points, and those were garbage-time touchdowns. They had, they had a goose egg going into the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Yep. They didn't even have 100 yards of offense. That's why the Browns won the game. And he went over 20 carries because we were up 
multiple, multiple, and I'm not even talking when I say multiple, I'm talking like three, four touchdowns. You're going to, if, if they would have went out there and not ran the ball in the fourth quarter, I would have lost my mind. <laughs> I literally, all, the, the clock is the enemy at that point. Mm-hmm. All you have to do, like if they would have ran it three times and punted it for multiple drives, I'd have been like, that's okay. We're, we're run the clock out. Let's get out of here. I mean, I, that helps a lot, especially when you have Nick Chubb. That helps, but yeah, I know what you're talking about because I remember looking at the clock and it was like six oh six. Yeah, and I kept telling my girlfriend, I was like, I will feel better when there's four minutes off that Correct. clock. Correct. Yes, and we yes. were still up by like 19 points. I'm like, yeah. nah, I feel way better then. Absolutely. You know? At least yep. it was 19, not 13. Yeah. yeah. What you guys think of Tyler Boyd kind of like running his mouth and talking crap when he caught that touchdown to be down three scores late in the game? I'm like, okay. Okay, Cincinnati fans. Well, that, the Cincinnati yeah. fans were doing that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was, he's like waving at the crowd and doing something. I'm like, you're losing by well, a lot. And that touchdown almost was an interception. <laughs> he just got tip? so lucky yes. he got tipped in his crazy. direction because yeah. that could have gone straight up out to the side or been picked if yeah. you got both hands on it. Emerson, Emerson had a good game. Oh, he, he had a very fantastic well. game. Uh, and then just one last thing about Nick Chubb has 149 carries on the year. He's second in the league in carries. Number one is Saquon at 163. So it's only 14 yeah. carries difference. In, in so Nick we Chubb's are sack. giving him the ball. Yes. So he's getting the ball plenty. Yeah. And I, I touched on this. Running backs are not going to get the ball 20 to 25 times a game. That's too many times. That's 340 to 420 carries in a year or something like that. That's not realistic. Mm-mm. That's not realistic. Do you think sometimes, though, when people say that, what they really mean is, like, he's just not getting the ball at opportune times? Mm-hmm. Here's what I found in this game. So, typical Brown script. Uh, Chubb gets the ball between the 20s. Then you bring in Kareem. And everyone goes, oh, well, they're going to pass out the flats, or he might run up the middle. This time it was a little bit different. It was like Kareem had his set plays. but was more in the midfield. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden we got around the 30-yard line or the red zone, and then Chubb got the ball, and then everybody's happy. Right. Yep. Oh, he got enough carries, you yep. know, or the, mm-hmm. the game went right, but it's just maybe coming out the wrong way. Well, I forget know? who said it, but somebody said, uh, I was listening to something. They said, Nick Chubb, the goal line for Nick Chubb starts at like the 35. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, you know? that's fair. Yeah. You, you have to win on the early downs to be able to keep running the ball. Mm-hmm. If you're getting stuffed for no yards on first and second down, you're not going to have that many carries in the game because you can, you're not going to run the ball on third and eight, third and nine, unless you're Freddie Kitchens. You run a draw on fourth and 12 or something like yeah, that. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have to win the early downs in order to keep, to keep running the ball. Mm-hmm. And we just, and we just talked about this. A lot of times we throw on the early downs. Well, one, it's easier to throw on first and second down because the whole playbook's open, especially if you get some yards on first down, it's second in five. Now the, the whole playbooks, the defense has to defend everything. If you're living in second and nine, you're probably going to do some kind of pass there mm-hmm. because you can't afford for it to be third and eight or third and seven plus. You have to win on the early downs to be able to keep running the ball and stay on script. And the game, this was a game we were able to do that. We ran it 44 times. We threw it 23 times. And it's because we were killing them. I guarantee if the scores were opposite, we would have thrown a lot more. Yeah. Yep. One thing I wanted to just – talk about real quick did you guys catch on the broadcast jacoby doing his uh when he was jawing when you do trying to do his the jump uh, trying to jump, jump on sides. sides yeah 55 i didn't see he's it like, I, the, he's like going you to guys were talking Blitz, about it come at me i dare yeah. you he's like like yelling at these guys really? like calling him out yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. Calling out on the- so they were texting about it i ended up watching it later but yeah when uh they came out i can't even remember what it was i but they're basically trying to get him offside. It was like fourth and two, yeah. or something. It was like down, that. Towards the end of the game, towards too. the end they of the were game, like the yeah. forty-five something. And it was kind of that middle territory. Yeah, too. Uh-huh. Like we could have been going yeah. for it, especially. Yeah. With, I mean, Kevin 
Yeah. He's ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's just kind of calling But it was, just, it was just cool that the mic was picking it up and yeah. he was just having fun out there. Like, just calling out numbers, saying, yeah. hey, come on, come over here. I dare you to blitz. Like, just yelling yeah. at him. Like, I'm looking at you. And it was just cool. Yeah. They said they, they were talking about it. Uh, they asked about it in his postgame uh, interview. And he said he was just thinking about, like, what Philip Rivers would do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Philip Rivers yeah, yeah, yeah. is like a notorious trash talker. So he's like, I was just thinking about Philip Rivers. They played together in uh, Indy, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, that's super funny, but do we have any more voicemails? Yeah, we do have some more. We've got a couple more. This one's from Riley. What's up Browns fans. This is Riley. Uh, first and foremost, great win tonight. Uh, it's always sweet to beat the bungles, but it's even better when it comes on Monday night football in front of the entire nation to witness that ass beaten. So that's awesome to see uh, a couple things I want to address. Um, I don't know what to feel about Joe Woods. The first four games or five games were inexcusable on the defensive side of the ball. However, he put together a phenomenal game plan. I'm not ready to say that we owe him an apology, but I don't know what to think because when the defense plays like that, they they look great. It looked like last year. On the offensive side of the ball, the first half, we got a little too cute, I thought. Uh, but we, we buttoned it up in a second and put together a complete team performance. Uh, what do you guys think? I don't know what to feel about Joe Woods because it's so seesaw. Either way, you never know what you're going to get. But if we get more of what we got tonight, we're going to win some football games. Let's go Browns. I think you kind of do know what you're I mean, we talked about it. Like the first half of the season, we always suck. Mm-hmm. And in the second half, it's like, what the heck? So if I use the same argument I used as on our, our last quarterback consistency matters mm-hmm. you can't yes. be you can't be high and low high because i don't want to come into next year being like well i hope the defense is going to be good yeah. i just want to know that the defense is going to be good you know so i guess it all depends on how it goes i'm fe- i'm feeling better the last two weeks but i'm still not ready to be like yeah he's definitely coming We've got back. some tough matchups coming up yeah well we'll see how he does you know like if the bucks offense looks great against us that's gonna be irritating because they've looked like trash right but so it's, far this it's year. like miami and buffalo i'm worried about because miami's man and they just Kill and Wilson, Waddle, who's, yeah who's fast um no that's that's gonna be a challenge i had somebody on twitter that I, I talked to a lot last night saying um we needed to apologize to joe woods because it's he, he's doing the same thing he did last year i said i don't have to apologize for anything he was awful at his job for eight weeks mm-hmm. or seven weeks. I don't have to apologize. He he saved his job for another week. That's the way I look at it. Because in my opinion, he's still his seat's still hot. Oh, he's, I, I he's would still hope so. he's still very much living on the edge. He's just he's surviving week by week. Now, if he can string together ten good weeks, then maybe he saved it for another off season. But right now, he's it's still prove it mode every single week, in my opinion, because two good games. We're fighting an uphill battle because you were so bad at your job for the first month and a half of the season. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like I saw the Colts today went out and they, they uh, fired their offensive coordinator because they're They've not moving terrible. the ball. They're not scoring any points. So they're right. done with this. We're, we're tired of watching this every week. So, Which is crazy because, we, I mean, we thought Matt Ryan was going to make them a dark horse Super Bowl contender. He'll never play another down for the Colts. It's terrible. It's crazy. It's we so- saw this happen with Joe Woods last year, and we all got so comfortable. We were a top top ten defense at the end of the year. We were almost Maybe top, even five. Like top five. Top yeah. five. And you know, I just don't want to do this again. I don't <laughs> <laughs> if we're top five at the end of the year in defense, 
all that means to me is we're just going to come out next year and be really bad on defense again. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> it's, su- super soft. Yeah. It's soft, can't get off the field, you yep. know, like. Ugh. It's like he has a system he wants to run, but it doesn't work. So he'll save his job by the end of the year, and then he'll come back and go back to the system he wants to run. So he, he wants to do what the Niners and the Bills do. The Niners and the Bills don't blitz that often. I actually saw watching the Bills game, the Bills are the lowest in blitz rate, but the highest in pressure rate. That's what that's what Joe Woods wants to do. Well, newsflash, that's what every defense wants to do. Right. <laughs> but right. you know, it'd be great to be able to get pressure with four guys every single time. Okay. But you gotta have the guys to do it. And if we don't have the guys to do it, especially because this front office doesn't put any value in interior D line or middle linebacker, which you know, then we, we can't do it. So mm-hmm. I've been saying this all year. Stop trying to put square pegs in round holes. Quit trying to make these guys fit your system. It's not, it's clearly not going to work. We blitzed last night more than we blitzed all year, and the defense was dominant. Yeah, you're talking about trying to get pressure with guys who can't get pressure, like you yeah. just said. Don't. So you got you got to do something else. And it frees up Miles Garrett to be Miles Garrett. In order to see the impact Miles Garrett's been having on the game this year, he had to be looking at like next gen stats. Like, well, he's not doing anything, but if you look, he's winning in his pressure rate and his his QB um, breathe on rate, <laughs> and you know, and his win rate. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to see, I want to be able to watch the game and mm-hmm. know that Miles is having an impact. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we we blitzed last night. We moved him around on the defensive line. We brought some exotic things. And Miles had one of his best games. He still only had, I think, two tackles, one and a half sacks or something like that. But you felt him all the time. Mm-hmm. You felt him. Too many times Miles has gone where you don't even notice he's on the field. And as much as we've talked about Miles' effort on a play-to-play basis, I put just as much of it on the lack of creativity from Joe Woods. So it, if he wants to keep saving his job, he's, he, we have to keep doing this. Well, we got two voicemails left. Tanner sent one in, and he had a comment in here about Joe Woods as well. What's up? It's Tanner. Who day? We don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> that was a great game. My voice was gone after the first quarter. Um, I don't even care that I only slept for a couple hours last night. Defense was humming. Nick Chubb was chubbing. Joe Woods is tr- trying real hard to not get fired. I don't think that defensive output was any- had anything to do with Joe Woods. I think that was all the players – I think they got up. It was Monday Night Football, Halloween against the Bengals. We destroy them every time we play them. Uh, Joe Burrow, he doesn't know how to read, we found out. So that's what we were shouting all night. But go, dogs. That's the way to do it. Hopefully we can start a uh, winning streak off of this. Still get Joe Woods. Still get Mike Prefer out of there. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, like we already talked about the special teams again. Just that—that's got to get cleaned up. Are you surprised that he still has a job? Yes. Yeah, yeah. man. He like we had a kicker last year that kicked the ground instead of the ball. Like, that's <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> like I, I just—I'm beside myself with this. Like, and, and, and I know we oh, said players got to execute. Like we gave Stefanski a right. pass for the trick play and stuff like that. But when it's the same side of the ball all the time, mm-hmm. I mean, there's. At point, Cade Dorka's last two kick attempts had been blocked. Yep. Yeah. And remember, the, the okay, so the PAT or the, you know, field goal team, that unit, they do one thing. Like, when you're out there to do, unless you're running some fake or whatever, you you do one thing. <laughs> like, the offensive guys have to know how to run each and every play, and they got to do something different, you know, on most plays. 
you're you're the field goal unit. Like, yep. That's why it's like the coaching is the problem. Yeah, I will say the the performance by the defense the last two weeks. I feel like has shifted my who needs fired more focus. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, it used to be Joe Woods, and then he was, I was like, you can take Prefort with you. Now it's like Prefort, you can go. Joe Woods, don't get comfortable uh, because <laughs> it it's so bad. It's it's it makes me feel bad too because it's that's where DeAnthony Bell plays is on yeah. all the special teams, and so I don't like to just rag on the special teams, but th- they've been the um, the worst part of the, the team maybe all year, and that's a team that includes the thirty first ranked defense. Oh, yeah, they're, they're they're cost us like three games. Yes. Oh, absolutely. You know, like those missed field goals are just it's it's tough and even like i'm not gonna say we're gonna come back against uh new england but for that guy to uh, aj green to come out of bounds back in bounds mm-hmm. touch the ball like that's 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 high school stuff yep. Yep. you mm-hmm. know and same like getting getting kicks blocked consecutive games that's high school stuff consecutive kick attempts you know and yeah, they, yeah he's he's it's got there's got to be lava on his seat man it's like worrisome just, for Cade york because he's a rookie and i just i would hate to see because he's got such potential. Yeah. You hate to see his confidence get wrecked in year one and then him not be able to recover from it. We, we've said this a million times, too. Is Well, one, I don't want to move off from him too quick because we've seen some of these other kickers we've moved off of. Zane Gonzalez has had a really good career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't want to move off of him too quick. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. What, do what we got to do. I know it's probably tough because he's down coaching his kid with Trent Dilfer. But, man, get Phil Dawson up here. For a couple weeks out of the year, for the home games, for something, fly him up here once a week, and just to have him up here with working with Cade York in the stadium, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna take Cade over to the stadium today. We'll fly you up on Tuesdays. I know we got a private jet. It's about a four hour flight. You can fly him up at eight in the morning. He can be home for dinner. Yeah, you know, and give him a check to do it because so he's been the only kicker in my life. To kick for the Browns, that's figured it out, mm-hmm. and it's a resource. Do what you got to do to go get him, man. I, I I'd give him a blank check in use of the private jet, and say you can come up and you can bring anybody you want with you, bring the right. kids, you know. But just be at the stadium at noon, please. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you know? it, just, it doesn't seem like even like I, so players have to execute, but like even it just doesn't seem like they're just prepared at all. Even the punter yesterday just kicks one five yards. Yeah, he, he had a bad game, and he's been good this year, yeah. but he had a bad game yesterday. Yeah. Thank God he only punted twice. Yeah, <laughs> that was, it was not good, and it was just kind of like, I feel like, such, and maybe like we zone, like we lock in on it because, you know, we look for bad situations where like these guys have been so poorly, so anything that they do, we're like, look what they've done now, but I'm just like, we it's a 15-yard punt. What the hell are we doing? Here's the thing, though, is in our lifetimes – how many times have we seen that the Browns are playing well and then we're, we line up the punt and we're like, okay, let's pin them deep here, and we shank it for 10 yards. It was literally a 10-yard punt. Correct. And then that gives – then they go down and score in like three plays. Or get it blocked. Or get return it for a touchdown. And all of a sudden there's 10 minutes left and it's only a two-score game, and then we come out and go three and out. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it's like we're about to lose this game. We've lost that game. I think I sent it going into the fourth quarter when we were losing 25 nothing. I said, keep it on them because I've seen us lose this game before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too many times. Mm-hmm. So it's the little little things win you games and little things lose you games. We've Absolutely. talked about the average margin of victory in the NFL, I think, is four points. Well, that's, that's you know, a missed field goal is three. Yep. 
You know what I mean? So little things are important in football. It's a game of inches. So if we need you to pin them deep, don't kick it out of bounds for a 10-yard. We should have just went for it. Right. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? We were finally we were like, oh, good. We tried to get him to jump. We took the delay of game. Good. Stefanski's being smart. We're going to pin him deep. And it's a 10-yard punt. <laughs> I mean, he, he, we might as well just gone for it. Yeah, right. It's crazy. I will say one thing I want to touch on. He said he doesn't give credit to Joe Woods for the defensive performance last night. He thinks it's on the players. I think he called the plays, and we we blitzed, and he was moving. Miles wasn't freelancing, moving around. He's being told where to go on the yep. line. So you got to give Joe Woods when credits due. You got to give it to him. I thought he called a good game. I yeah. agree. I was gonna I was gonna touch on that exact thing. Uh, the players don't just decide what they're gonna do when they're on the field. They, there are, is there are plays that are called, you know, by Joe Woods, and he made the right calls. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right, so this last voicemail is from Mike. We won last night. This is awesome. We seem to have Cincinnati's number, and I'm okay with it. We're the better team in Ohio. I know that for a fact. But, yeah, we won. We broke the losing streak. We go into a bye week. Hopefully, we can get our act together and continue on this somewhat of a winning streak. We got a tough road ahead, but I think we finally can get our act together and start winning actual football games. Stefanski started running the ball better, so that's nice. Um, I hope he continues that trend because I know he likes to be a genius and have stupid plays like throw the ball to Amari Cooper or toss it and have him throw an interception. But, hey, you know, Browns being Browns, right? I'm still happy. I'm not happy yet, though. We still have a long way to go. We have a chance to make the playoffs. Still blows my mind that we could be potentially five and two, six and one. Dare I even say seven or zero? Who knows? But hey, go Browns! Firewoods and Prefer at the end of the season. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't be any of those records, by the way, because none of the what he said adds up to eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he also said, "I'm happy." I'm not happy yet. <laughs> so he might have just called in right after the game. Yeah, uh, we appreciate those kinds of calls. Uh, the one thing I want to touch on, Cleveland's so much better in Cincinnati. It, yeah. Everything. The, the, it, baseball, the Guardians are one of the best-run organizations in baseball. The Reds are always garbage. Yeah. Um, the Browns, I know the Bengals have had success, but they can't beat us. Yeah. We, we shit on them all the time. And then just it, like existing, we're so much better. Their fans suck. You guys all suck. I hate all of you. <laughs> They're a little bit better than like Pittsburgh and Ravens fans, but I watched them like turn on it, turn on each other like mid third quarter. They're like Joe Burrow's. He's off. He's awful. I don't even. He, yeah. And I was just like, oh. I probably shouldn't even say this on the Browns podcast, but in the AFC North, the Steelers fans are like. In my opinion, the least annoying. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, I disagree with you. Oh, man, I've got into it with that's a way, That's a fight right there because that's a three-way tie, I think. It's, it's, they all it's, suck. It's rough because no, Steelers Baltimore fans, and Pittsburgh are by far the worst. You can't, you can't look at uh, Pittsburgh fans and say anything without them being like, Six sit down, rings. Sit down, sister. Six rings. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Maybe I just don't know that many Pittsburgh fans. Yeah, well, well lucky Ravens that fans way. Are super well, they ain't saying crap this year, that's for sure. Yeah. Quiet, so, quiet in Steel Town. Yeah, yes, very quiet. Is. So a couple things I wanted to mention, uh, not in the voicemails, just real quick before we get out of here. Uh, after the win last night, Brown's win per, uh, chance to make the playoffs tripled from 6% to 18%. Okay. So you're saying there's a chance. 
So, and honest, I mean, we come out and beat Miami. That's going to go up even more. Mm-hmm. So that that's cool to see. Um, I think one guy we need to talk about is somebody we didn't think was going to play at all this year is Ethan Posick. Yeah, uh, he's is, a beast. He is balling yeah. out yeah. this year. Um, Ethan Posick was the highest graded overall player, according to PFF on the Browns last night. 94 overall grade, 84.1 pass blocking grade, 92.0 run blocking grade. Does he need extended, or, or are we just waiting for Nick Harris to get back? Did, did Nick Harris lose his job? I think you got to say Nick Harris lost his job. I mean, job. I think he's doing his best Wyatt Teller impression right now. I think yeah, uh, sign him, sign him. You get guys that have heart and decent talent, and Bill Callahan turns them into yeah. stars. Yes, yeah. and gets them rich. I, I was, I was, I was watching the game last night, and they were talking about how the Bengals had spent money to revamp their line and how they were still not performing. And all I could think was, well, get yourself a Bill Callahan. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. because he, he turned uh, a walkthrough in a parking garage with Blake Hance, and he turned Blake Hance into a serviceable lineman in, in 45 minutes before the game. Right, yep. You know what I mean? Crazy. So get, not a, I guess Bill Callahan's don't grow on trees. He might be, like, the single most important coach outside of Stefanski on this entire staff. Agreed. Yeah, it's, he's awesome. Him because, and Stump, I, Stump, I think he's got to get a little bit of credit too. But I, I'm with you. I I think that was so so important getting him. I mean, he he he's he's probably going to be a Pro Bowler. At least there's he's got a shot to be a Pro Bowler. And we signed this guy to be a backup to Nick Harris. You know what I mean? So that that is crazy. Um, I thought Grant Delpit had a, his best game. JJ three had his best game, and then we already talked about Taki. And how about Martin Emerson? Yes. He's a Remember when too. everybody said I was stupid? Yeah. <laughs> you guys are stupid. I mean, Denzel Ward <laughs> is uh, still in concussion protocol, yeah. and I don't – I mean, there's a chance – he might not play football. I mean, I'm not hearing those talks, but he can't get out of concussion protocol. This is just – it's not good. And well, if he has another concussion, concussion too, right? Like, yeah, that's right. where you got to be really concerned for his health. And then that's probably why they drafted him. But uh, getting back to like drafting him, that guy hits. He's yes. physical. Very physical. You know? and that's one of the things they said about him in the draft. Yeah, yeah. We got a steal there. Mm-hmm. He it, it, keeps it, ascending. I think know? we remember in the in the draft report too. They said Texas A and M played him out of position. Yes, he's a great press man coverage corner, and they were making him play a lot of zone. Um, but he was, I think, the highest rated press man corner in the SEC. Yeah. Yep. So right. it's like Joe Woods got confused and was like, well, he played a lot of zone in college. So maybe that's what we'll keep doing. No, let this guy do what he does because mm-hmm. he's looking like if you did the draft now, he's probably a high second round draft pick, if not late first. Well, he he wants it too. Like, I mean, I don't know if you guys hear all the all the hype on him, but he's like, I want the best receiver. Yeah. Like I want it right now. Like in the chargers game, when they turned it down on, on a uh, fourth and five, he wanted the receiver. I can't remember who it was. Mike Williams, Mike Williams. Mike yeah. Williams was the best receiver they had at that point. Cause of injury, right? right. Yeah. And he took him. Yep. You know, so he, he's got a dog in him. And I mean, and greedy, I mean, I know greedy got Moss, but he also got pushed, but he wasn't, he was in coverage. Mm. He didn't play a lot in the first half. Um, it all goes with pressure. If the quarterback got if these guys aren't being forced to cover, for four seconds, everybody looks better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just keep blitzing, keep bringing the pressure. Um, I got something if you don't go get ahead. something. Go ahead. How nervous are you guys that Perion Winfrey was a healthy scratch last night? Oh, what's, yeah. What's, what's, going, third that, time, what's right? going on? Yeah, that's what's weird. What's up with this kid? Like, what's going on with him? I so mean, I, is there some... I think you're starting to see why he was taken where... Why he kept falling. Yeah, I think There's right. some extra stuff going on on the side? Or, I mean, it's... Because nothing gets out, which is good. You don't want that. 
there's clearly issues in terms of like behavior. Correct. Yeah. Because he was punished by the team, and then a, he didn't dress or something mm-hmm. like that. I think this is probably the second or third time he's been a healthy scratch. Yeah. I think you're right. And, and, we're, and we're weak there. Yes. We're so weak. And he, can't, and he, he can't get on the field. So that's, I mean, that, that's concerning. That's the kind of thing, like, he might not be on the team next year. Like, yeah, he might be a, I, uh, I think so. For fourth round, like, w- 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 do you really want to deal with this all the time? Yeah, like, you'll just cut him. Yeah. So that that's, maybe can you... Try to trade him. Somebody had, but he fell. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you took him in the fourth. We might get what a seventh, if we're lucky. Cash considerations. Do they do that? Is that just MLP? You know what I mean. Yeah, well, like some well, new like, vending machines. Yeah, you gotta listen to the guy. Like he's like, oh, I'm a dog. I'm gonna work like a dog. I'm like, you gotta show up to practice. That's yeah. how you work like a dog, man. <laughs> show up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, anything else you guys want to touch on? We all good? I think so. I'm just. It's awesome that Kenny made it down. Yeah, yeah, man. Some people are actually going to listen to me talk to the about the Browns. I'm Ooh. feeling pretty good about myself. <laughs> They've been missing out. I know we talk about it a lot uh, when I do the intros, but the the Patreon is a really cool place. Um, we get we get people on the after hour shows. Kenny's been on there before. He's at, he, we got him in town tonight. He got to come on the main episode, but. We just got to meet people from all over. And I, I actually met Kenny just because I used to join Facebook groups when we first started out and ask if I could post our videos in their Facebook groups. And he was one of the guys. And then we just, ever since, we've been we've been rocking together. So it's, it's awesome to have Kenny Mack uh, in the house. Hopefully this isn't the first time. I know we all want to get up. It is the first time, for sure. the first time, not the last time. (laughs) I know we all want to get up to Canada sometime, so that's definitely on my bucket list. Come on down. (laughs) So, uh, again, awesome to have him in studio. Uh, Let us know what you guys think. Be nice. No, I'm just joking. Kenny was awesome. Uh, It was nice of John to wake up and be here today uh, after being uh, off. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Big wood for the Browns. Kept the playoff chances alive. Uh, Again, if you want to get your voicemails or your interests on the show, thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail. And one last time, if you want to become a Dog Pack member, join thedogs.com. Come hang out with us. Come hang out with Kenny Mack and other Browns fans from all over the world. Uh, Bye week this week. We will see you guys next week when we preview the Dolphins game. And to all you uh, Dog Pack members, we'll see you guys on the After Hours shows. And uh, have a good week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.